Quarterback Seth Folufau, then head coach Mike McIntyre, and finally defensive tackle Josh Tupo addressed the media at Tuesday's press luncheon. Any questions for Seffo? Seffo, this Washington front seven defensively is lauded as one of the best in the country. What makes them so good when you watch those guys on the film? Uh, they're, they're very active, uh, very physical. Um, you know, by no means are they uh, one of the smallest fronts. Uh, you know, a lot of Polynesians up there. Uh, you know, they're fast, they're strong. You know, all across the board, uh, and they've got some good uh, cover guys in the back. You know, sometimes you'll get a coverage sack. You know, do the great coverage from their DBs. Um, but you know, there's a couple guys in their defense. Uh, you know, who can play at the next level, and you know, we should do our best to uh, contain them and, and keep them down. Growing up near that program, does this game have any significance to you? Because uh, you were, you know, you were around that team so much. No, you know, I think I went to one or two games with my grandpa. Um, there, there's no more significance to this game than any other game. You know, we just want to go out there and win. Uh, you know, I just want to go out there and you know make the right read and get the ball to our playmakers. I don't think I've beaten myself up too much, you know. I think with another year under my belt, uh, being a sophomore now, I think you know I've kind of matured a little bit in that sense. You know, obviously you don't want to throw those interceptions, but you don't want to beat yourself up about it, you know. And you know, coming into this week, coming against a, a good defense in front seven, you know, they've got a really good DB who can play at the next level. Um, you know, you just you just want to be smart with the ball, you know. And I, I haven't done that recently, obviously with the amount of interceptions I've thrown. But uh, you know, this is a new week, uh, you know, new opportunity to you know get better and. Uh, you know, just just play ball. What can the team work on to, to finish games? Uh, just things you can do in practice to, to work on that kind of thing. Uh, you know, I think it's I think it's kind of funny you say finish games, but I think it's more of a starting fast. You know, Ooh, against UCLA we had a 17-0. Uh, we were we were down. I think uh, USC was 28-0. You know, after. We have to go in thinking that we can play with each team uh, in the Pac-12 because after you know we spot the points, those teams you know we either match their level uh, in terms of intensity and execution, or you know we play above them. Uh, you know against UCLA, you know we started slow and you know we fought our way back, but you know if we don't have that mistake uh, on me at the end of the half, and if we get something going on offense earlier in the game, you know we're put in a better position, you know not to fight, uh, not to fight back and, and go for a tie to go in overtime, but. You know, try and sustain a lead. So I, I think it's a term of you know, obviously you want to finish a game well, but I think it's a, a matter of starting fast for us. Last week you uh, had the chance to break, or you did break the uh, the record for passing TDs in a season at CU. Uh, what kind of significance does that have to you? Um, you know, I honestly didn't know that, that I broke a record. Um, you know, it's just a testament to the O line blocking for me up front, and you know the receivers catching the ball. You know, I can't you know throw the ball 50 yards in the air and then go run over there and catch it. So, you know, it's just a testament to, you know, the offense as a whole, um, you know, executing. And, you know, if we ran the ball 50 touchdowns in a year, you know, that'd be fine with me too. You know, you know the only stat that really matters is, you know, the win-loss column. And, you know, that's what we're struggling right now. So, you know, I guess I'm happy for, you know, the, the record. But, you know, I really want to go for the wins. Oh, it seems like 
this team has been right in the edge of breaking through in a number of games this season. You know, when it comes down to it, you've got to be happy at least that you guys have been bouncing back in the second half of a number of these games despite the slow starts. What do you think it's going to take, really, to take those good things and then put them into action on the field? Uh, I think it's just going to take a complete game, you know, and. Uh, you know, it goes back to the other question of being able to finish or being able to start fast. And yeah, I don't think we've uh, honestly played a complete game yet. You know, in, in any of our games, you know, I think there's been times where we've been up and down, and I think we need to be uh, more consistent throughout a game at, at playing at a high level. Um, I think we're getting closer to doing that, but you know, the start of games, you know, especially offensively, uh, we haven't been able to sustain drive. A lot of three and outs, so you know, the, we just have to be able to, you know, be consistent and, and be able to execute on offense. What have you learned about this team? And I mean, very close games here, but after a while, things must start to click in. You know, you take lessons from each place. Is there anything that you have garnered during this time that has helped you? You think moving forward? Yeah, I, I think the guys. We've learned that you know we can play in any game. You know, the UCLA game. Even though we were down by 17-0, you know, many people don't think that we still have a chance. But you know, a lot of guys have the belief still. On the sideline, you know, even though I, you know, I do a ridiculous pick, you know, towards the end of the game, you know, everyone still believed the defense went out there. You know, I don't, I don't know last year if they would have made the fourth and one stop, you know, against the against their heavy package. You know, I don't know last year if we would have went down and you know, driven down the field and, and gotten a field goal, you know, to send the game into overtime. Now, I think we're learning a, more, a lot about ourselves. Uh, we're, you know, we're a young team, and you know, we're still learning, obviously, but. I think we have a lot more grit in terms of, of fighting back and fighting in close games against good teams. Sefo, how much confidence do you see in the running game over the last several weeks? I see a lot. You know, the whole line's doing a really good job of opening up some holes, and you know, we've had we have some really good running backs uh, who can who can find the hole, uh, make guys miss, uh, make something happen if there's nothing there. You know. It, it's just a testament to the O-line running backs and you know the receivers on the perimeter blocking. You know, I, I just hand the ball off, but it's really good to see uh, us being able to get the run game going. Uh, you know, it'll help balance out the attack, so uh, it's really encouraging. Sefo, in the huddle, have you kind of sensed that Michael Atkins has been able to gain some confidence here the last few weeks? Yeah, definitely. You know, Michael Atkins is doing uh, you know a really good job of. You know, bouncing back from early setbacks, and he's doing a good job not only on the field, uh, the game field, but you know, in the practice field. And you know, that's really where it starts. You know, he's doing a really good job. Of, you know, staying after, doing a little bit extra. Uh, you know, paying attention in the film rooms. So, you know, it's just a testament of his hard work. Uh, you know, on and off the field, and uh, you know, Mike's just going to keep going because you know he's a really good back, and you know, we expect it from him. Anything else for Sefo? Thank you. Thanks, guys. We uh, the game Saturday real quick, uh, hard fought game and uh, exciting to say the least. I was uh, one thing I haven't said. I'm um, looking back and just kind of thinking over the game a little bit. Um, I, I thought the crowd um, and that fourth quarter and that overtime was pretty phenomenal. Um, I noticed that when we changed in, we started moving. I kind of glanced for a second as I turned around. I saw everybody in the crowd moving down and uh, I thought they uh, the student section the crowd was really into it that was um, our, our kids felt that and um, <clears throat> we'd love to have everybody out there again uh, this Saturday and uh, it's going to be another gorgeous day uh, for football I don't think there's a prettier day on Saturday afternoons in Boulder Colorado uh, in October and November for games it's just been spectacular um, so uh, uh, and uh, of course it was a hard-fought loss um, heartbreaking 
but our kids are, keep fighting and keep bouncing back. Uh, this week, the University of Washington, uh, I think their, their front seven, um, their defensive front is, is excellent. Um, that's the strength of their football team. Uh, and they cause a lot of havoc with those guys, and, and uh, they're playing excellent, excellent on defense. And uh, very, very impressed with what they do. Offensively, um, they've kind of been beat up a little bit at quarterback, which has kind of thrown them off kilter a little bit on offense um, as staying on the rhythm. And, uh, but uh, I think they're a very good football team, have um, a gigantic offensive line, and uh, they're starting to play Shaq Thompson at running back. He had a very good game last week. Um, and they um, got speed at receiver. So I think um, they're a heck of a football team. It's going to be a tough test for us. I'll take any questions at this time. Mike, you mentioned in the past that this game last year uh, was probably the worst performance you guys had this uh -huh. year. Uh, your quarterback, uh, for him, it was a homecoming. He didn't do as well as he wanted. But how much has he grown in the one year? You know, he's well, I think he's gotten a lot better. I, I, Claudio, correct me, did he break the record Saturday? He's in record, yes. Yeah, so he's. He's done pretty well. We still got, um, you know, four games left in the regular season. So I think that he is uh, well on his way to, to, to being an excellent quarterback. And he, uh, um, you know, he's been playing his heart out, playing, um, playing through everything, um, fighting through everything, ups, downs, good things, bad things, and he just keeps pushing. And uh, um, it, uh, it eventually happened as as the things start happening better for our team. Um, I think he'll start having more and more accolades as we get winning more football games. Seppo was asked earlier about finishing games, and he said finishing really is, is kind of secondary to starting games and getting better starts, faster starts, not for him but for the team. How do you go about remedying the slow starts? Uh, we just got to come out and, and execute better at the beginning. We've got to, um, you know, I guess be more focused at that point in time. Sometimes when you get out there, the speed of the game or things happen a little quicker and you're just a little bit off and then you kind of catch up with it. Um, and we've got to do a better job of that. We, you know, we've come out some games and played well at the beginning, some games we haven't. And, um, but I think we just, we keep, we have learned how to just keep playing though. I think that's probably the biggest key for a football team um, to just keep playing, playing, playing. And eventually um, things will work out in our favor, but we do need to, we need to start out better. There's no doubt about that. Coach, you've talked about how you like to do a lot of your official visits after the season. Mm -hmm. um, do you ever come out here and see one of these perfect fall Saturdays that you're talking about and wish yeah. you had some more? Well, we had, we've had some during the season. Um, it just gets hard. The, the thing that's hard about during the season is if the kid plays on Friday night and he flies in late or he gets in early Saturday morning and then you're busy Saturday and then you have Sunday and then you're preparing for the next. Just kind of, but when they have an open date or they play a Thursday night game and it's able to have a, a good weekend, then we wouldn't been able to try to do that. Um, so it's, a lot of times it's more logistics than it is just having a, a gorgeous day because it, it definitely is. So we've had a few guys this year um, been able to work work that out um, on that situation. Mike, with Seppo, how much has his growth made an impact on your team as you guys have gotten better? Well, I think that uh, <clears throat> we've been able to uh, um, compete offensively and move the ball basically on anybody. And any giving, every, every Saturday we can move the ball and score points and do that. So that gives us a fighting chance every Saturday. And uh, so I think that he's given us that, um, our offense and, 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 and Seth and the way he's been playing and the other guys too um, have given, given us a chance that we know every Saturday we can win the football game. Um, you know, when you're not scoring at all or barely moving it, 
you know, it, it kind of it gives you that life. It gives you that energy. When a team scores and you get the momentum and you make a big play, it really energizes you. Um, and uh, I think that he, they, they've been able to do that for us. Coach, your, uh, your defense has given up 6.4 yards per play. How big of a deal is that to you when you look at you know defensive stats, and, mm -hmm. and why do you think? Uh, we've given up some big plays. Um, you know, we misaligned on that first play, which we didn't do all week in practice. That's kind of one of the things I'm talking about. you got to come out and do the things right. Um, and then he made a good run. Uh, you know, um, that, you know, we've got to play better on defense. We've shown some really good times. Even, you know, I believe, yes, I believe Saturday, if I'm not mistaken, I believe we made them punt nine times. We caused a turnover, so that's ten stops. And we had a fourth down stop. So we stopped them 11 times. We've never done that since I've been here against a top 25 team. So I saw improvement there. Now, we can't let them score 31 points in regulation. <laughs> um, we got to, you know, we stopped them the first overtime. We got to find a way to stop them in the second overtime. So we're growing up, um, but we're not quite grown up enough yet, if that makes sense. So I see positive there, but the 6.4 yards is tough. And when you give up a long pass plays or you give up long runs, that's when that happens. And I think that's kind of a microcosm of that game. You know, we stopped them 11 times on 11 drives. But the four or five other drives, they scored. You know, you've got to make them kick more field goals or, you know, that type of thing and not give up a big, a couple of big plays. So that was definitely um, a tough thing to swallow in that first week. Make a good play and we got them backed up. And that's the way it goes, though. Coach Washington is second in the nation with 34 sacks. Yep. And Sefo has taken some pretty good licks this season. How do you go about protecting him in this game? Well, um, they've got some really good D linemen that are going to um, cause us a little bit of havoc. We've got to protect well. It's, that's obvious. Um, we've got to do some things to, to slow them down um, and different things that we have in our game plan to try to do that. Um, and there's different things you can do. But you know, when you the problem is if you get in third and longs or you get in a lot of third down situations that are longer than five to six yards, you got to hold the ball a little bit longer, and that's when those guys are able to quote lay their ears back and rush, and they're very good. So we've got to avoid those situations. We've got to keep our drives on track and keep it moving. Um, we, we've been able to do that quite often this year. You know, I think our offensive line has um, you know protected. Uh, Sefo pretty well. We haven't given up that many sacks. I know he gets hit a little bit, but all, all quarterbacks do, um, especially in today's world. Uh, so I think that he's, uh, you know, they've done, uh, I think they've done a good job, but you're, you're exactly right. This, uh, this will be a big, big test for us. They've, they've gotten back after everybody, basically. So um, we just got to find a way to, to minimize it uh, more than completely. I mean, of course, we want to completely stop it, but uh, the way to do that is not getting a lot of third and longs. I've got my mom calling me every day asking for an update on Tedrick Thompson. Yes. So. Yeah, um, Tedrick uh, is doing really well. Um, you know, they did the CT scan, the MRIs, and everything on his neck, and everything's great. Um, he has, he got concussed, um, and uh, he, he's doing well uh, and progressing. Um, I don't know what the, what the situation is for this Saturday right now, um, but as far as any of the worst things, our worst fears as we were watching in the game, none of that. Um, has as is going to happen. So he's in, he's he's healthy as far as his spine and everything like that goes, which is very encouraging because it was definitely nerve wracking.
Mike, what kind of uh, things do you see uh, Chris Peterson putting his stamp, the stamp on the, his stamp on the program? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Chris is a, an excellent coach. I coached against him one time when I was at San Jose State when he was at Boise. And, uh, you know, I can see a lot of the Boise um, offense and defense um, being utilized. I can um, see a lot of things that they're trying to do in, um, in, in their offense um, like he did there. Uh, but, you know, it, it takes a while to kind of get it going. Uh, and, uh, he, you know, they've, they've played really well in a lot of games, lost, you know, a couple close games to some really good football teams. And uh, I think that he, he'll, he'll do a good job there. He, he, he knows what he's doing. He's got a good staff, brought a lot of his staff from Boise over. And uh, so and he, you know, he, kinda, he understands the recruiting world in, um, in the West because he recruited so long at Boise. So I, I see him making a, a good stamp on his program. Coach, obviously there's been some tough losses this season, some good wins too. But how do you keep the spirits high you know, when things are, you know, some, some of these tough losses? Right, well, you, uh, the first and foremost is, I say that all the time, and you'll probably get tired of saying, you come back and you try to go 1-0 and again. We truly look at every game as its own season. And, uh, you know, both teams have come in with different guys available for the game. There's different situations. And, uh, we, you know, you only get so many chances to play. And every time you get an opportunity to play, you got to give all you have. And I think that our young men have understood that and understand that. And, and each week, each guy's role changes. So I think as they see that and understand when they have to step in and another guy steps in, they stay ready for their, their opportunity and their time. Uh, and uh, they, you know, we show them and they see improvement. Um, um, definitely, we all want W's. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. But I think if you can keep working on the process, keep working on your trade, so to speak, that you know success will come. If you stop working on your trade or you give in at all, success will not come. And that's a process in anything in life, um, in anybody's business, in anybody's life. And uh, so I think that they see that and understand that. That's what we talk to them as. I think it's a process not only of winning football games, I think it's a process of growing in your character and growing in your work ethic and growing in your attitude. Those are the things you can control. Um, and then the, the, the success eventually happens. Um, so, but if you, can't, if you don't control those, then you have no chance of ever having success. And I think our kids are understanding that. Coach, how far has Evan White come so far this season? And, and uh, how much better prepared is he to go out there and play if needed on defense? Yep. Um, Evan has um, played really well for us, I think, as y'all seen him on special teams. He's a big athletic body. He's played um, in different games for us at different times and done some good things. And I think Evan's at the point where he's kind of ready to go do it for a full game. I really do. He's kind of been able to kind of play him in packages and do all that and kind of get his feet wet. It, it's really, really um, tough. To me, the two hardest places to play the quickest is quarterback and trying to play safety um, in this league because of all the mental aspect and all the athletic aspect of it. They don't just line up in one set. They don't just, you know, there's things happening all the time. The, the run action pass game and the, the speed of the receivers and, and tackling excellent running backs in the open field. Um, it, it's a tough situation and uh, a lot of it has to do with um, your mentality that you can handle all of that. And uh, I definitely think that he's ready to, to do that. And he's a heck of an athlete and he's an excellent young man. And he's doing well in school. And I've uh, been very, very pleased with Evan as a whole person in the whole process, which I think has a lot to do with being able to step out there um, at a young age. Prior to uh, your 2012-22 season at San Jose State, you guys went five and seven the year before, mm -hmm. pretty much chock full of close losses. Do you see a similarity between that 2011 season and this current Buffalo's team? 
Yeah, I see similarities, um, you know, our, and even from the, our first year at San Jose State and these couple of years combined here, we just keep, we keep improving, we keep getting better, um, and uh, you fall short. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you'll get one, and you'll get a couple, and then you'll fall short, and then you'll keep, keep building on it. And uh, it's a, like I said, it's always a, always a process of doing that. And uh, we had a lot of similarities. Um, we've even talked about that as a staff. A couple of the games have been really like, you remember that game? That just seems just like the other one. Then we'll talk about the games that we've won and different things. How it just how it just flips. So uh, you know, it's uh, it's a process when you're you know when you're playing with freshmen and sophomores mainly in a lot of spot a bunch of spots as they kind of play through this um, next year. They'll be sophomores and juniors. Um, they'll be from they'll be from 17 years old now to 18 or 18 to 19. Um, you know, so there's a I think there's a big difference, and and they've seen things a few times, so the same thing doesn't happen to them and hurt them again. They understand how to react to it. Um, and the, the thing that I've noticed um, that's to me I've said it before, but it's even being sharper during ask the question how do you keep them going? Well, it's their work ethic, it's their focus, it's their intensity during meetings, during practice. Um, and, you know, I thought today, um, I thought, you know, I said like a, last, a week ago Monday, I thought it wasn't a very good practice. I thought yesterday's was good, and I thought today's was an excellent Tuesday practice. Sometimes Tuesdays are hard. Um, you know, they've been in class, they've been doing different things, and you know, Tuesday, and um, you're going full pads, and, uh, and they, they went out there and got after it and did an excellent job today in practice. I thought today was a, one of our best Tuesday practices of the entire year which I think answers the question, how do they keep their spirits up? That's how you do it. You, you know, anytime you're down or depressed or worried about something, the best thing is to do what? Go back to work and get busy and try to way to fix it. And I see these young men doing that. So that's exciting to me. Coach, considering you feel the way you do about the importance of a safety uh, to a defense, when you see a true freshman safety on the other team, are you trying to find ways to attack him, confuse him? That's uh, yeah, you do. Um, and there's, there's no doubt that you would try to do that. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, we, we've played a couple of freshman safeties this year that had good times and bad times in that. Um, but uh, I think this late in the year, hopefully um, they're better than they would be if it was the first or second game. They've seen more things, they've understood it, they kind of get a better feel for them. But still, when they get out on the field and they have to play, if they have to play 70 to 80 plays, it's a lot different than playing 20. And uh, so that's the, the process of being able to stay focused, stay intense. You know, you go up and make a big hit and you kind of get up and you're kind of like, okay, here we go, we got to get lined up. And all of a sudden the ball snapped again. In our world, they don't huddle anymore. It goes so fast. And I think that's where it makes it really hard on them. I think that's where it really makes it hard on a secondary player. So, because you don't have as much time to recognize formation, recognize sets, it's happening so fast. You've got to, um, you've got to be really quick um, on your feet, so to speak. You've been describing this stretch as a process. Yep. Several uh, said that he's learned some things that he thinks that the defense wouldn't have made the fourth and one stop last year, and that they're more gritty than last year. A coach is supposed to have all the answers, but have you learned anything either about coaching or about this team from these few games? Oh, yeah. I my wife says I don't have all the answers, so I don't think coaches have all the answers. Uh, uh, I think that uh, oh, I think it's always a learning process for a coach too, because um, you work on things and you do things, and then you find different ways to help it. And especially as the game kind of changes, you kind of see different things and, and learn from it. But I do think that our our, our team, um, 
think there was a microcosm of a, I might have told you all this, I don't know, I thought there was a microcosm of a team. Um, in the fourth quarter there, um, we had the momentum and we overthrew the guy and they made a pick and they go down and we got to stop them or the game's going to be over. Um, against top teams in the past, some way, somehow, we probably would have wilted and they would have scored. That's, that's a fact. That's what's happened against top teams. And in that series, we stopped them. And then we had a roughing the passer. And I've seen this before just go, oh. they didn't mean to. They just kind of in their mind. They're still playing, but in their mind, they didn't. They rose to the challenge and stopped them on fourth down on one, which would have put the game away. And then we take it the length of the field and score. To me, that was a team growing up. Now, we didn't win the game. But I thought for sure when we stopped them in the fourth, in the first overtime, and I think everybody in the stands, and I think y'all did too, we were going to win that game. Now we didn't, but I think that whole mindset, that whole attitude, the whole body demeanor, the whole everything, showed a team grow up a little bit. I really believe that. And those are the things that I show them and we're looking forward to. And now we've got to just go, when we play another double overtime game or a triple overtime game or whatever, which we'll probably have another one <laughs> for sure. Um, down here, they're going to be a lot of close ones, and we've got to find a way to finish it and win it. And I think that gives them confidence to know they can do it. Anything else for Coach Mack? Anything else? Y'all better get outside while it's, while it's beautiful. Josh Tupo here. Questions for Josh? Josh, Coach Mack was just talking about the fourth down stop on Saturday. And talked about it being a, a moment where the team grew up. Did you feel like that as a player on defense in that moment? Uh, yeah, I felt like it. Uh, it was exciting to see the other guys make plays. And it, it was just exciting to see everybody rise up, you know, when, uh, and when we really needed it, when the game was on the line. So it was, it was you know, I thought it was a time where the team was growing up. You yourself seem to be playing much better as these weeks have progressed. How would you evaluate your progress throughout this season? Uh, it's getting better. Um, you know, I didn't start off the season how I wanted to and uh, how I should have. You know, I didn't live up to the, my expectations as well as others. But as the season's going on, I'm getting better and better. You know, uh, more guys are getting better, so uh, I'm getting less playing time. So there's allowing others to, to see the field more and then, uh, so we can all be more fresh. I think that's a big part of uh, why we're playing a little bit, a little bit better up front. Josh, you uh, you played against some of the uh, Washington offensive linemen last year. Coach described them as huge. Can you just describe uh, your thoughts on that group and what challenges they present this week? Yeah, uh, some of those guys didn't play last year, but this year it looks like they just got bigger. You know, they have a. Guard at who looks like he's like 400 pounds, so about six eight. So, you know, it'll be fun. It, it's a challenge, but it'll be fun to go against those those guys. Josh, can you guys work on finishing games, or is that just something that's going to evolve and and uh, take more experience and more reps? Um, I think it's something we can work on, especially at practice. You know, with finishing plays during team periods and and compete pairs when we go against our one offense and one defense. So I think it's something we can work on and uh, as well as uh, the younger guys growing up and then they're going to start finishing. And uh, I think it's just everything we do, even in the weight room, finishing reps, finishing all the lifts and sprints and stuff like that.
Josh, after struggling against USC, just the defense as a whole struggling against USC, how big was it for you guys mentally to come back and pretty much save that game against UCLA and how, much, how important is it going forward to perform well against Washington? Uh, it was good. It was something uh, we talked about all week during practice. Was uh, to put the USC game behind us and just uh, look look ahead because UCLA is a good team. They had a really good offense, and uh, it felt good to see the defense just rise up and and make the stop. <clears throat> Obviously, you guys have an early game again uh, the day after Halloween. Do you have any plea to your fellow students to come out and support you guys, even though it's early? Oh yeah, you know I know it's a big holiday, especially on this campus. You know, there's a lot of activities to do on Friday, especially on Halloween. But it should be nice to have the fans out there for support. You know, they really supported us in the, this last this last weekend, overtime. So it was good to have them there and uh, help us build our momentum. You know, going throughout the game. Josh, the the, uh, the stop you guys got late in the game that Coach McIntyre was talking about, why did that happen this time when it hasn't happened in you know previous instances? Uh, I just feel like the guys uh, really wanted to win this game. You know, like Coach mentioned, sometimes later in the season, some guys start to give up. They start uh, not playing as hard. But a lot of guys believed, and you know, we talked about on the sideline before the play that this was the. Uh, this could be a turning point in the season for us as a whole defense and as a team.